Week Zero Sports with Petty and Michael. They're a bunch of fucking amateurs. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? Good morning, Week Zero fans. It is Saturday. It's game day, and we have to apologize for coming to you guys just a little bit late with a very abridged version of Week Zero Sports and other stuff this week. Uh, There's really good reason for that. Our guy Petty has fought off every virus known to man this week, uh, and he seems to have turned the corner enough this morning to make it to his daughter's volleyball game. So we're really squeezing in a quick episode this morning. How's it going, Petty? Man, it's it's going great. I feel uh, I feel alive. I feel like Michael said. I, I think I had everything but the hiv this week, and uh, <laughs> felt like I was on the deathbed. But I, hey, I'm returned for game day. I'm ready for. I mean, you can heal up and get ready for game day, man. It's all good. Hey, despite uh, you know your sickness, we were able to handicap a couple games this week, and we're starting out two and zero in the pick'em. Right? Got that Chargers and Florida State win last night. Big important note uh, last night, Florida State was one of those pros versus Joes games where all the public was on Florida State and the quote-unquote professional bettors and the big bettors were on Louisville, and we just flew in their face and uh, took the victory, right, Petty? That's right, man. Every once in a while, the Joes get get one on the pros, and and look, we try to side with the pros more than not, but you know, we, 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 we outsmarted them last night. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, look, there's another Pro Joe game this week that we've got to cover really quick before we throw our picks in yep. and get out of here. This is by popular request from the fan base. And believe it or not, it's all the way up in Big Ten country and, and the game's being played out west. But we have a matchup of the Michigan State Spartans uh, headed over to the Washington Huskies, who've actually been showing a little bit of uh, life this year. Petty, you have any insights on that game? Any thoughts, any, uh, any, you know, kind of predictions? And before you throw it in that, I'm going to tell you, this is a pros versus Joes again. Most of the bets are on Michigan State. They're going to a hostile environment at night. Um, most of the money is on Michigan State. It's pretty evenly balanced, like 70% versus 30% on Washington. But the Washington bettors uh, include some sharps. So it seems like if we're going to be taking Michigan State, we're going to be having to go against the pros. What do you think? I'm not going against the pros on this one, Michael. I believe this is a case where the reason the public money is on Michigan State is because of the perception. They've, they've been a better program the past couple of years. Washington is has not been what they were when they were making Final Fours, but they still are one of the most talented teams out, uh, out West. And I believe this is a trap game for Michigan State. I also believe the Joes like to get their asses taken after they've had several cocktails on a Saturday and need to win some money back or make a big dumb bet at the end of the day. So they take the easy bet and then get burnt. I think this may be that case. I would lean Washington in this. Oh, wow. You are correct. I mean, a Joe bet on a Saturday night is usually a losing bet, but it's not always. It is not always. And looking into this game so far, you know, like like I said, Washington's showing some life against the likes of Kent State and Portland State. Uh, Kent State did put 20 points on those guys, right? And Oh, wow. Uh, Washington put 45 and 52 respectively against those two high schools. So I'm not totally convinced that they are for real, right? So the only thing that even makes me guess in this game is that they are going to Washington. They don't get a lot of big games up there. So they are absolutely going to have a, you know, a wild crowd. And we've seen what wild crowds have done to teams, uh, this year so far. Got, got Bama's head last week a little bit. Got in Bama's head last week, no doubt. Uh, one could say that uh, you know Oregon fared really oh. poor against a, in a road game, which we know that neutral site, that was a road game. Um, 
you know, Florida State went to New Orleans and, you know, overcame it. So it can definitely yeah. be overcome. So looking at this game, there's not enough film on Kent State and Portland to make any determinations. I mean, they look great against high schools, but everybody does, right? So I can't I can't tell, guys. There, I, I tried to watch a little bit of this game a few minutes ago, and there, there's nothing to glean from watching that. On the other hand, uh, we've got Michigan State, who's also coming off two big wins against high schools. Uh, yeah. 35 to 13 over Western Michigan, which Western Michigan has had a little bit of a pulse the last few years. And then a 50 to two to nothing drubbing of Akron uh, by the Spartans last week. So, see, so basically, you can't glean anything from their first two, either team's first two games. Nope, nope. So, to our big Michigan State fan down in Atlanta, buddy, this is a tough one. It's hard for me to take a side, but I'll, I'll take Sparty just for the sake of you, but I will not be putting any money on this one. This is a this is a toss up. This is like first game of the season stuff, man. It, you know, I would think that anybody with insights into these games and into like practice and stuff would be where you look. Well, I couldn't find anything on that either. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, buddy, this man. I, as a pros, I, I, if I'm betting this game, which I doubt I am, I would definitely take Washington. But if he wants to take hard in anything, I think Michigan State's probably the, the better, more athletic team. So if they play, but I mean, if, if they play up to it, that they could win this game real easy. I believe talent-wise, Michigan State has the advantage at every yes. uh, level. So, you know, yeah. smart better takes Michigan State. There is that home field thing that BYU pulled on Baylor yeah. last week. I mean, guys, hostile environments early in the season are tough on teams until they get their, you know, silent game sorted out. So keep an eye on yeah. that. Uh, if Michigan can score early and shut up the crowd, they'll probably drub them. Um, if the crowd gets into it, it could be a long night. Yeah. Word. All right. Well, let's get into our real picks. That was for you, Ryan. All right, first game of the day that's going to have any kind of attention on it is the greatest team in the history of football, Georgia Bulldogs, heading up to the Cox of South Carolina, who also are notorious for having quite a rowdy crowd. Petty, you got any insights on this guy? Uh, Man, uh, this is another deal where I, I hate to keep talking about pros versus Joes or whatever because I, you may get tired of it. But I, again, on a Friday night, I, I feel like a lot of times they'll let people, you know, not let people, but, you know, the, the public wins, and then you walk in the Saturday morning all hot and happy, and then you make a stupid bet that looks easy. This looks like an easy play. It looks like Georgia should kick the shit out of them. You know, there's not much offense for Rattler to work with at South Carolina. His receivers don't give him much help. But they play a dirty, mucky brand of football, and that can mm -hmm. muck some stuff up. So if it comes in, Georgia hasn't – I mean, I guess Oregon was a test, but they they kind of had a letdown game against Sanford where they didn't really have to try, so they're going to have to re-get up for this game. And mm -hmm. like you said, the that's a, that, South Carolina is a very rowdy place if you've never been there. It's a very good atmosphere um, yeah. given the program's lack of kind of history. So with that said, man, I absolutely – I think everybody – and you pointed out, I think all the money in the world – is is heading towards Georgia. When you're the number one team in the country, it don't matter if the game's hyped or not, big money comes in on top-ranked teams. It always does. So there's going to be big money flying in on this game. Well, speaking of big money, let me go ahead and give you some details on that. Uh, 88 to 90% of the money is on Georgia. 97% of the money in this game is on the under. Woo! Those are – Vegas doesn't like to lose a lot of money, guys. Just keeping that in your mind. Nope. This reminds me a lot of a game last week where when I woke up, I looked at all these numbers and I said, oh, my God, am I going to have to switch my Alabama pick to Texas? And as a Bama fan, you know what kind of uh, absolute insanity it would take for me to do that. And I started my text message with these guys, and it said, hey, look, Alabama's getting all the bets. Everybody's saying – everybody I've heard saying, take Bama, take Bama, take Bama, take Bama. That is the biggest red flag I've ever seen in betting. 
guys, I don't think Bama's going to cover this spread. Now, obviously, I left it on Bama because I'm a fucking fan, and that's what I do. But when it comes down to it, guys, our handicapping said Tech Texas last week. Weird as that was. This is another one of those situations. I've not seen a single person anywhere on the planet say Tech South Carolina. Gambling is not this easy, y'all. It's not this easy. This is just like when we were telling you last week on the BYU game. Why does it look this way? It's because they're at home and they're going to have a rowdy environment and that messes people up early in the season. Uh, it can do it late in the season too if you got Bill O'Brien for an offensive coordinator, but that's neither here nor there. So I'm leaning South Carolina in this game. Now, having said that, Georgia, full analysis. Georgia advantage at every single level and it's not even close. They are head and shoulders better in talent, in scheme, in discipline, in everything. This team is a lot better than South Carolina. Now, does that mean that it's not going to get mucky, as Petty says? I don't know. And looking at the way this line jumped from 16 or 17 up to 25 and stayed there despite money just pouring in, pouring in on the dogs, I have a tendency to take South Carolina, even though it's against everything my brain tells me. And that's that's going to be my first pick of the week. Go get your brains. Usually works in gambling. Right. Yeah, no doubt. That's, that's why Vegas is better than us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my second game of the week uh, is also one of Petty's games. We did not talk before the show. We put it together, oh. and we both had this game not only picked, but in our parlay, in our pick oh. So that means we both love it for some reason, and it does not sound like us. Petty, you want to throw this one out? Yeah. Um, if by chance you're one of the lucky people or that love me and read my article, this may blow your damn mind what I'm about to say. Uh, because you can tell by my writings that I am a huge dude cheerleader Texas Aggie fan. Um, Quite the um contrary. Uh, they're the weirdest damn cult in college football. But with take that a quick said, read. Man, take a quick read of that article real quick. I'm gonna plug it for you. Petty writes an article every week on weekzerosports.com. You'll see that one sitting on the front of our page right there. Just scroll down a little and you'll find this week's uh this week's what's it called, Petty? Uh it is uh overreaction. Uh there you go. That so, is the name of the game in week two NFL. Oh yeah. So <laughs> man, last year. Texas A&M, uh, well, last week, Texas A&M lost to Appalachian State. Now yep. they've got a very hot Miami team coming to town who's ranked, who's on the up. They've got Mario Cristobal, who brought his tough brand of football back to Miami. And it seems like everybody's high on Miami because, you know, A&M, they just look like shit against App State. Sure I mean, did. And it was at home. But mm -hmm. if I remember correctly, A&M lost a game last year at home to Mississippi State and followed that up the next week with a win against Alabama. Alabama. Absolutely. And you're nailing it to the wall right here. And I'm going to tell you why you're, you're saying you're, you're showing the symptoms and I'm going to tell you what's the root cause of that. It's trying to motivate these prima donnas when you're not really a very good motivator right. like Jimbo Fisher, right? Yep. These guys didn't give a shit about that game last week. You can go watch the dude cheerleaders and overalls calling all the app state people, you know, mountain hillbillies. hillbillies or whatever. You can see all that, that they had absolutely no respect for app state. So they did no, they just didn't try hard this week after getting their asses beat. These guys are going to wake up, and you're going to see what a bunch of five stars can actually do when they care. Now, I expect them to fall right back off next week, but this is going to be the week to take Texas A&M when everybody else is on the other team, guys. That's right. If you want to know what a trap game looks like, this is a trap line, ladies and gentlemen. This is. This is it. This is it, guys. And it's also kind of a WTF line, almost, if you're oh, you know, just a casual it. observer looking at numbers and rankings and what happened last week. Also, first two weeks of the season overreactions impact lines greatly because there's only one or two data points. So keep in mind, guys, this is an overreaction to that loss by Texas A&M last week. 
Take the Aggies. That's Five right. Take the All right, I've got one more before we jump over to Petty's other two picks. I am going to jump into the NFL for the first time this year, guys. And I was on the Dolphins last week uh, as well against the Patriots. But going into Baltimore this week with Baltimore's entire secondary in the hospital, I believe that Miami with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, and a much improved uh, offensive line and a stifling defense is going to um, have their way on the road with the Baltimore Ravens, and this is the week that everybody finally shuts up about Tua. Hey, man, I, I'm not against a road pick in the NFL right now. The road that seems like the road teams have been warriors in the NFL, so I, I like this pick. Uh, My Dolphins are getting three and a half, and I'm taking the money line, but three and a half is the official pick for Week Zero Sports. Hey, man, I just got to roll with you on this. The NFL is not my strongest suit, so I, if you like it, I'm giving the thumbs up. <laughs> Rock and roll. There's a couple more NFL honorable mentions out there. We'll drop on our Twitter and our Facebook page, so make sure you are following us to get those picks tomorrow morning. We'll have a few picks from our guru, and then I've been uh, working, burning the midnight oil myself, doing some uh, analysis and some simulations on Madden. So I'm ready to go. (laughs) There you go. All right, Petty, we'll talk to me. I know you've got two more for us before we get out of here. I got two more before we sprint off. My first one is uh, going the Michael Barker route where we like to slip off and find an, an offshore game. Uh, my offshore game is, when I say offshore, it's one nobody's really looking at, <laughs> is the Georgia Southern UAB tilt. Uh, Georgia Southern's getting 13 at UAB. UAB has been a good program the last couple of years, and, but so is Georgia Southern. And Georgia Southern runs that offense that mucks things up where they run that option and, and, and make it nasty. I think 13 is too much for UAB to be getting to. I think UAB maybe win it, but they're not. It's going to be ugly if they do. This is almost um, a WTF for me, Petty, when I look at it because Georgia Southern has been everybody's darling this year. They've covered against yeah. big teams. Uh, yeah, they you know they went out and you know they've, they've shocked the world. A lot I might this be year. on the wrong side of a WTF because it almost looks it may be too good to be true. I might. Be it may be, it, but I'm, I'm going to roll with it. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Roll with it. I like it. I'm going to. Tell everybody in audience world out there that this one feels like a WTF to me, so I'm going to stay away from it with Petty on that side because I am a believer in Georgia Southern and the way they play football. Um, UAB looks pretty good too, though. Yeah, UAB looks good. Well, man, I'm 6-1 I'm and one going into this, and I already had one Alabama school screw me, so it wouldn't be shocking for another Alabama school to screw me. So, um, And that, that was Auburn, by the way, last week. You stupid barn. Um <laughs> Okay, well, let's go back to my marquee game of the week. Uh, Ole Miss versus Georgia Tech. And I'm not going – look, I'm not I'm not going full homer and taking the Rebels minus 16. However, I do think that's probably a solid play. I think Ole Miss's defense is going to show – this will be the first week where people are like, damn, that Ole Miss defense is kind of legit. I think mm-hmm. Ole Miss's defense shuts down Georgia Tech today. I think Ole Miss's run game is what's going to take over this game. I really like the under of 63. I'm looking at a 31, 34 to 14 tight ball game today. Got it. We did a pretty deep uh, dive on this yesterday, and I think we said that if everything goes just as planned with no surprises, what was it like, uh, 40 to 16? Is that what we came up with? That's right. Yeah, we came up with a 40 to 16 game. That puts you at 56 with a full touchdown edge on that under, guys. Now, granted, under is the most painful bet in the world to take. You'll be sweating your nuts off the whole time, but it's worth it when you win. And the Petty's That's already right. 1-0 on unders this year. Hey, yeah, I told you to take an under last week that was 40 points. And yeah, it, and it was and a blowout cover. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a blowout. So I hey, love it. 
Got us some picks in. Hey, good luck to all you guys. It's, I think it's going to be a good weekend of football, my man. Absolutely. And just to start the day, I'm going to run through a couple of these that are in our pick that I've looked at a lot this morning. I'm not going to give you very much analysis. Just tell you to keep your eye on them. First things first, Nebraska fired their coach. Oklahoma's coming to Nebraska. Okay. What happens after a yes. coach gets fired in almost all cases? You get a huge boost on the team. For some reason, they all get motivated under this new coach. They hated the old coach. He's gone. Let's go play hard and let them know it was a good, uh, it was a, uh, you know, a good decision to get rid of that guy. So Nebraska plus 11 and a half, Oklahoma going over there on the road. It sounds like Oklahoma should blow them completely out. I want you to watch this Nebraska line. I feel like this one's sketchy and it might be uh, something to keep your eye on. I'm kind of glad you brought this game up because I 1,000% agree. I had to actually take – I took it out of my parlay. I had it in my parlay. I liked it so much. I think Oklahoma's going to come overconfident and people have forgotten. Frost was a horrible coach, but they kept losing close games. They can score some points. I think they can – I think they muck this up. Like you said, Ten I think points. they get a bump. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Love it. Well, so if you're if you're ballsy, jump on that Nebraska. Now, here's another one I want people to look at from the NFL because after week one, there are major overreactions on lines. Again, you've only got one data point. I want you guys to go look at those New Orleans Saints plus two and a half. Tampa Bay goes out, has a big win last week. Everybody's high on the Bucks. Tom Brady, everybody in the world on them. Saints had a really hard time with the, with the Falcons last week. This is going to be a game where I think the Saints, you take the points with the Saints, and there is uh, one more of these massively. The Bills destroyed in their first game, guys. Came out killing it. So everybody loves the Bills. Titans getting 10 points. They're going to keep it close. Oh, man, dude. I'm with you. I hate to have consensuses. Our consensuses didn't do well last week, but maybe they flipped this time. Maybe they did. We're 0-2 on consensus picks last week. The the, the Buck. Undefeated almost otherwise, though. I don't think any of the Bucks receivers practiced this week outside of Mike Evans. So, I mean, oh, wow. I know Alvin Kamara might be out of the game, but the Bucks have no weapons. I'm, oh, so I'm we've got you. a little inside intel. I love it. See, our boy Tampa, our boy Petty's a Tampa guy now, so you guys don't yeah. know that. All right. Yeah, I get, some, I get that Tampa news. You got any uh, – what, what do you think about this, uh, this Titans-Bills game before you go? I think, I think this is – let's end it the way we started it, pros versus Joes. Joe Public yep. is going to be all over those badass bills. And the mm-hmm. Titans lost to the crappy uh, Giants last week. This is a perfect NFL, everybody take the obvious bet and lose your money game. And one last thing to throw out, our boy Petty is pretty heavy on the Mississippi State Bulldogs this week, right? Yeah, yeah love me some dogs. Hell State. Loves him the dogs. Not official pick because, you know, he wouldn't do that to his – Rebel brethren. <laughs> State does not play well in Baton Rouge, but they have won down there when they've had the better team. I think they have yep. the better team tonight. Agreed. Agreed. We saw that Florida State team that beat LSU basically at home struggle with Louisville last night. I'm not impressed with uh, you know transitive property to LSU on that. So I'm kind of going to stick with you on this, uh, this Mississippi State game, even though all the trends of history are pointing against it. That's right. That's right. And yep. the, I, you, you dead on. All right, well, guys, Petty's walking into the volleyball game right now. we got to cut it short. Hope you enjoyed these 15 minutes. Next week, we'll be back with a full episode. Um, I'll actually be on the Bama Standard. Go to the YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Search the Bama Standard. I'll be uh, guest hosting with Justin Riley uh, on the Alabama postgame show, 30 or 45 minutes, just to wrap up what happened with the Bama game. So, please, go subscribe to Week Zero Sports. Subscribe to the Bama Standard, and we'll talk to you next week. Roll Tide. Hotty toddy. See you then. I like how you almost said roll tide. <laughs>
you trick me every time with that shit. Because I almost did. I love Roll Tide. Well, I'll give you a hotty toddy too, brother. We'll see you. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Over now. The Week Zero podcast is made possible by our founding sponsors. First, Workspace Solutions of Charlotte, North Carolina. They provide websites, social media, and digital advertising. Visit WorkspacePros.com. Second, we have DreamWork Financial Group of Birmingham, Alabama, a registered investment advisor. They have personalized portfolios, wealth management, and Spectre and Tempo funds. Visit DreamWork.Financial/WeekZero. Remember, investments involve risk. See website for disclaimers. A third, we have Custom Plumbing and Gas Fitters of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. They specialize in residential and commercial plumbing and gas fitting, new construction and remodels. Call 205-534-2800. Finally, we have Real Rock Thin Stone Veneer by Lambstone Company. It's interior and exterior stone, thick wall and thin stone veneer. Visit lambstone.com slash week zero for more information.